Hey, my name is Amber Welford and I am obsessed with all things habits and systems. I'm a mama, wife, and entrepreneur who knows the importance of the little things in life. Each episode, I'll share tips for creating habits, talk about real life behind the scenes of motherhood, marriage, and building a business, and encourage the heck out of you with some tough love, all while enjoying a cup of coffee. So go grab yours and listen up. This is the Live Fiercely Podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Live Fiercely Podcast. I am thrilled you are back because today's episode is going to be so good. So I want you to tune in to the very end. Tune in so that you can hear how to take your marriage to the next level, no matter what kind of marriage you're in, if it's mediocre, if it's great. I just have some tips for you today that is going to just, mm, it's just going to bump things up. And I'm so passionate about this because obviously I've been a wife for 12 years and I'm always, and not just me, my husband and I are always in conversation about how to make our marriage better. So to start this episode, I'm going to tell you about a little argument we had a few weeks ago. We just, I felt like we were off. We were off about something. And to be honest, I made up that something in my head. I thought it was one thing and I talked to him about it. And then as we continued to have more conversation about it, we realized that actually it had nothing to do with the thing I made up. Like I was upset about something that he didn't do that he said he was going to. And he was confused because he was doing what I said, what he said he was going to. And then I realized, oh my gosh, it all comes back to that neither of us were doing a very good job of speaking the other's love languages. I know, stick with me. I know that you have heard me preach on this one billion times, but I am telling you that almost every time we have some sort of argument, it comes back to love languages. One of us is hurting or frustrated because we're not feeling loved in the way that we need to, the way that that our, our mind feels love. So for me, I feel love when I have received words of affirmation and acts of service. He receives love when he gets physical touch and has quality time with me. And we came to realize that we both were kind of doing a pretty mediocre job at those things. And I've been thinking so much about that the past few weeks because I have just been super intentional about I will just stop what I'm doing to listen to him talk about one of his entrepreneur projects. And I'm in the middle of something, but to give him that time means a big deal to him. Or, you know, he slept on his neck wrong one night. And so I made time the next day to give him a couple of back and neck massages, even if just briefly, and it helps. I came home from ballet sometimes, I don't know, one night that I was driving to ballet, I came home and it was one of those days. Tuesdays for us are after school. I take Marie at a piano. I get home and get Carmen ready for ballet and I might be driving to ballet. We have a carpool situation, but um, then there's ballet. And then that particular night, I had like a 45 minute gap from when I got home to when I had an eyebrow wax appointment and he had a night meeting. And so I was just trying to, you know, one of those nights, one of those crazy nights. And it was going to be just a 
fend for yourself dinner kind of a thing, leftovers, whatever, find whatever. And I came home that night and I could smell that there was something cooking and he wasn't home. Like he had just left a few minutes prior to that. He had to go to his meeting and I got home and Maria was like, mom, dad has has supper in the oven for us. And he had put chicken breasts in the oven and some potatoes and carrots and like I love his carrots. Like he braises carrots and he puts them in the oven. And I need the oh, I just I love it's cooking. And <laughs> I hate cooking. I just don't love it. And so for him to do that was such a big deal for me. And on top of it, he cleaned the kitchen, which is also a big deal for me. This is an argument we've had over the years is I like the kitchen cleaned the way I like the kitchen cleaned. And if I come home and the rest of the house has a tornado that I went through it, fine. But if my kitchen's clean, I can handle it. But if the kitchen is like a tornado went through it, I lose my ever loving mind internally. I do not like completely snap at people all the time. (laughs) Hint, all the time. I do once in a while. Redheaded thing, tempers, whatever. Anyway, it was a big deal to me because it was acts of service and like, I texted him a few times about it and he got home that night and I was like, thanks again for making us dinner. And he was like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I was like, but it was like, it really shows that you love me, that you took that time to do that. So coming back to the love languages always, if you do not know yours and or your spouse's love language, you need to do it. You can find the link in uh, the show notes or you can just straight up Google Gary Chapman, five love languages quiz. You can do it for you, him, your spouse, your spouse, your kids. You can do it for everybody. And it's good to know how that person feels loved because we had to learn this early on in our marriage. And this is something we always, always work at because I used to show Clay love by cleaning the kitchen or doing his laundry, but that's not how he feels love. He feels love when I take five minutes and just snuggle with him on the couch or when I give him a foot massage. And (laughs) y'all, I hate feet. Like they're so disgusting to me. I have just, he knows I do not get foot massages. But once in a while, if he puts on a clean pair of socks, I will give him a foot massage. And then he really knows that I love him. Or, you know, sex is always a great way to show him with his physical touch, love language. And obviously like, let's just be real. If your sex life with your husband is good and consistent, everything else is better. Let's just be honest here. So if you don't know your love language and his, figure it out because it will make a big difference in your marriage. And when we are on with our love languages, I just feel so much more empowered to do everything else. I don't know about you, but if your marriage is on Like you and your husband are just connected. Things are good. Everything else just feels good too. But if you're not, everything else just feels hard and heavy. Don't you agree? So love languages, I will will speak it to my dying day that that has been a huge reason why my marriage thrives all the time and why we can pull out of those arguments and those hard times that we have and be even stronger because we know how to love each other. And it's just amazing what happens. And one other thing that I wanna touch on is something I've been doing lately is trying to put myself in Clay's brain a little bit. 
And it's not easy because to be honest, our brains function completely differently. I'm a very like empathetic, detailed kind of a human. He is not. <laughs> um, when he, and, and he deals with really high stress things with his job. And sometimes his situations at work, whether it's his full-time job or the side work that he does, all of which he loves, he is really good at what he does, but there are some high stress situations that sometimes it just consumes his brain. And so I could literally be standing there in front of him naked getting ready and he wouldn't notice because his brain just gets so stuck on something. It's just the way his brain works. And I used to get kind of mad about that or not even mad, but just like annoyed, like I'm literally standing here naked getting ready or I'm like standing here in a lacy bra and you haven't said a thing. But then I put myself, before I get too mad, (laughs) before I get too annoyed, I put myself into his brain a little bit. And even though our brains are completely different, he is not trying to ignore me. He is not purposely not telling me I look sexy. His brain is just stuck in that spot. It's just the way his brain works. And so for me to just remind myself of that and put myself into his shoes a little bit has allowed me to give him more grace where before I feel like I would get annoyed of things. Now, I'm also gonna say that if there are things that are actually hurting you emotionally, if you feel neglected, that is a conversation that you need to have with your husband. I don't feel that on a day-to-day basis. I do not feel neglected. I feel like he compliments me a lot. I feel like he shows me love. But sometimes in that those moments where I get stuck, I'm like, wait a minute. He's not he's not doing this on purpose. Do you agree? Do you agree sometimes they're just the easiest person to take our feelings out on? Like we're feeling kind of crabby or we're feeling unconfident and they're just the easiest target. Our husbands are the easiest target. Just like we could be the easiest target for them if they're having a bad day to kind of unload. We've just got to protect our marriage and give them grace and give ourselves grace. Open conversation if it's needed and allow forgiveness if it's not. Allow grace if it's not. Does that make sense? So I just want you to do those little things for your husband. I want you to love him in the way that he feels it. And I'll tell you this too, that sometimes it is hard to love him in the way that he sees love because you are not feeling love yourself. But I will say this and take this to heart, please. Speak his love language anyway. Do it anyway. Give him the physical touch he needs. Talk to him. Give him quality time. Give him a little gift. Send him a little text. Whatever his love language is, just do it and do it again and do it again. He will pick up on what you are doing at some point. He will feel that love and he will reciprocate it back. And circling back around to that initial conversation that Clay and I had when we had that argument It wasn't just that I wasn't feeling loved in my own love languages. It turns out he wasn't either. A lot of times it's a both and. So 
love him in the way that he feels loved and it will come back to you. And that's what Jesus calls us to do. We entered into a marriage to love our husband with all that we are. And I just want your marriage to thrive because I feel so grateful to be in such a wonderful marriage. And I just want that for you. And you might be in that. And that is so good. And so then I invite you to share this with other people. Share this episode with those who you think would love it. Share some of the tips that you learned from today with your friends whose marriage maybe need to hear this, okay? Marriage is meant to be a beautiful and wonderful thing. And yes, it's hard work. But when you put in that hard work, it really pays off. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love anything you heard today, then go share the love with your family and friends. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, and don't forget to tag me. Girl, I appreciate you so much for being here, for walking through this life with me. Now go out there, grab a cup of coffee, and live fiercely.